Tony DeNicola, joined here by Petey Stitz. Petey, my man, how are we doing tonight? I'm good. It's been a while. It has been a while. Uh, unfortunately, we've been both super busy, you being a dad and me at work and being a meathead. But we're back. We're going to try to do this on a more regular schedule, hopefully weekly, if not bi-weekly at times. We kind of missed a lot of... Uh... Big stuff that's been happening. We missed a ton of action. We're not going to go back and cover too much of it. We'll no, just, uh, no, because everyone knows what's happening. All the big stuff. I mean, it's, it's out there. People know about it. You know, the whole yeah, Mac a dumbass. Uh, he's, he's gone. Yeah, we're in the God. social media age. If you don't cover in the first 48 hours, it's long in the past. Yeah, like you clearly remind me every time I'm like, hey, Tony, check this out. You're like, dude, that was totally like, you know, two hours ago. Like, yeah. Catch up with the times. Like, Sorry, I don't have as fast I, fingers I, as you. I know, and I come across as such a dick when you share these memes on my page, and I'm like, yo, dude, I just shared that like three hours ago. I've seen it for hours, but I forget that you are a father, and I have no life. <laughs> Plain and simple. I'll tell you what, though, what I do have a life just, about. Just humor, just humor me. You yeah. Know, just, just, at least it's not as bad, so just, just a real quick story one time. Yeah. I went to a movie's... Uh, with my wife's cousin and during the previews or whatever, he's looking at his phone and everything and he shows me something on Facebook and it was something that I had shared and tagged him in and he's showing it to me, not realizing that I had shared it and tagged him in that. Oh, so he's like trying so to he's like like, come across as like it's original material. It's like, yeah, dude, check this out. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I sent that to you. Oh, dick move, bro. <laughs> dick move. But no, but he legitimately didn't know. Like, he, yeah. he, he, you know, minimized it and saw that it was from me to, he's like, oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. God, it's all, it's almost like stealing a joke in a weird way. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you know what I've been balls deep in lately is, uh, Syracuse basketball. Um, I am a season ticket holder. I bleed orange. Trying to get my boy Petey into it a little bit more here. He is a Buffalo transplant, so yeah, he grew up on college ball. Yeah, or any kind of ball for that matter. Yeah, you, I mean, you came from a hockey town. I get it. Hockey, football. Yeah. Sabres suck. Bills suck. Yeah. You need a college basketball team. Well, Join the Cuse. Um, look, look. Your pasty I, I, skin will look great in orange. Look, I... Everyone's pasty skin I, in I Central do, New York looks great in orange. First of all, I, I do like and support Cuse, okay? I Thank mean, you. I... I I know enough about the game, obviously, to know if they're winning or losing, and I'll be happy when they win, and I'll be sad when they lose, just like everyone else. I'm getting you to a game. Um, For those of you listening out the th- there, the hit us up on I just, Twitter. I just don't. I, at at TonyQs44, at PD Stitz, at Under the Hoodies. What is the appropriate age where you can bring a baby to a Syracuse basketball game? All right. And I've already said to PD that for Christmas, I would buy his beautiful daughter with her chubby round little cheeks, adorable, <laughs> and and the same haircut as her father, unfortunately. Let's hope that patch hey, it's grows growing in. in. It, it is growing in, actually. But I've said for Christmas, I will buy him those those baby headphones. Remember the one Drew Brees had for his daughter, or for his son, when they won the Super Bowl? I do. You know, the confetti's falling, kids yes. grabbing, he's got the big headphones on. I will get your daughter those. It's, I, I'm more than willing. Look, just give her a couple of years. Amazon Prime, just, man. I'll have it here in two days. Just give her a couple. She's six couple months years. old. She's, she's six months old. You know give how many her, like, babies I've like, seen at the years. game? 
sitting in the nosebleed section, yes, the three hundred section with me, eating eating the nachos. My, in my opinion, that's that's horrible. They're not six months old. You're telling me you're yes. six months old? Yes. That's terrible parenting. Eating the nachos. Licking the cheese. That is terrible parenting. Why are you giving your six-month-old nachos? You teach them young. Cheese. Well, they don't They don't actually chew the nacho. Doesn't they matter. just lick the cheese. You don't cheese. give that to a six-month-old? Listen, you, you, you do the skin test. You you, you, you know what we're just going to be sure starting not... Claire on? Now, at six months, we're just going to be starting her on? Water. <laughs> the essence of life. We finally got the green light well, from good. our pediatrician to give her... A little tiny droplet of water in a sippy cup at six months, and you're telling me that there are parents at an SU game with their six month old feeding them nachos yes. and cheese? Yes, we are not call a, CPS. We are not a functional bunch. Call CPS. That's listen, terrible. Listen, Syracuse fans, we are short for fanatics. I thought I was a terrible father. My God, now you're a great father. Come on, now give yourself some credit. Jesus. So yeah, I've been going to the games, and uh, a couple weeks ago, I actually bid on an auction and won it for a courtside experience, two courtside seats, and I decided to take the old man, the uh, the Padre there, surprise nice. him with these nice little courtside seats for the Maryland game, okay. which by the way was a phenomenal game. Cuse yeah. won by two, just yeah. going out of our minds. You know, the man, uh, Tyus Battle, hit a three toward the end to take the lead. Phenomenal game. My dad had a great time. And uh, I just got mailed a couple of pieces of memorabilia that came with it. So I got the uh, entire team photo, completely autographed by everybody on the team, including Jimmy B. Awesome. And uh, a uh, personalized basketball, also autographed by Jimmy B., which will all be up in the man cave. Um, If you guys check Twitter, uh, Facebook, under the hoodies, I'm going to put pictures up of all this stuff. But uh, my Syracuse man cave is coming together. Now, I've got a little bit of a gripe with Syracuse. Mainly, specifically, the Carrier Dome. And I vented about this on Twitter before. I vented on the podcast I believe before. But can we get rid of the goddamn piss troughs? I am not a farm animal. I should not be herded in like cattle with a bunch of other, you know, somewhat large, that's, sweaty, that's o- a, obese, you know, that's just middle-aged a, a men. Staple, that's just a staple of New York State excrement catching that's that's what that is. You go to a Bills game. It's still it's it's the same. The thing. Bills don't sell the trough, do they? Yes, they do. Absolutely, at the they do. I haven't been no to at Ralph the other stadium that the Bills play in. Well, <laughs> Ralph New Era Field. Oh, like okay. That Rich right. Field yeah, Rich Stadium. Yeah, yeah Rich Stadium. Yeah, okay. um, I don't know. That. But so it's all the these same. These guys it's be the, the only same two building. stadiums in America it's that the sell the goddamn building. piss trough. It's economical. It's awful. And I know, look, I'm not Because every with single you. time, man, I, I always try to get the stall. It's always packed full. There's know, always a crying dude, child no, in there. There's a, there's you know, a one time. to I, it that you just got to find a, you have to find something on the wall to stare at. And that's it. One you time know, I pushed just, the stall door open thinking because it wasn't locked. There's nobody in there. I was like, oh, I can take a quick leak in here. This will be fine. I don't have to deal with the troughs. There, there were was, two people banging. No, there was a six-year-old child in there with his pants all the way down around his ankles. And I just see underage oh. bare ass. And I'm like, okay, this is weird. I feel like a, I feel like a kid toucher. I feel like a Kevin Spacey, if you will. Not good. I should walk away from this. But, okay. So Under the Hoodies podcast does not contone underage touching or any sexual misconduct of any kind. Don't be a Kevin Spacey. Don't be a Harvey Weinstein. Or Matt Lauer. And we'll put a pin in that. We'll get to more of that because uh, a lot of NFL Network guys are now yes. being canned for sexual assault or yes. allegations. Allegedly. Allegedly. So, my, my gripe, it's been well noted with the piss cross. It came full force this past Saturday in the game against Colgate. So, I'm with the lady 
And I was like, hey, you know, halftime, let's take a quick break. I'm going to hit the John here. We'll get some snacks. Okay, awesome. I go in there. And I don't know why, but it was just the way the people were lined up. It was the only open spot was in the corner where, you know, one piss trough kind of meets another piss trough, kind of like a 90 degree angle, but there's yeah, a little bit of space. That's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the golden spot right there. That's what I thought. That's the worst possible spot to be in, apparently. How do you figure? Well, when I go to the Dome, I wear layers, and this is a great trick for people who go to sporting events, especially indoors. Well, obviously indoors. Uh, bring a garbage bag with you, throw your top layers into the garbage bag, stuff under your seat, underneath. I got a cut-off t-shirt and shorts. I'm good to go. Dome gets really hot in the winter. Yeah. But it's freezing outside. Good call. Best of both worlds. Great yeah, call. That's, yeah, Learned that's that for genius. my pops. It is. I think that so. That's genius. It's very handy. So, uh... We're at the piss trough, and I'm doing my business, taking my leak, and I'm getting done. I'm doing the, uh, the little shake, you know, public place, only three shakes. You don't want someone to think you're doing something weird. No, no Kevin Spacey there. And I feel a splash on my left calf. Mind you, the sinks, if you, if, I know you've been to the carrier dome a couple times, but yes. it's been a while. The yeah. sinks are yeah. all the way in the middle. Yeah, that wasn't. We're nowhere no, near the sinks. Yeah, that was no sink water. No, so, no, this was urine. You got you got peed on. I I got peed on. You got peed on. I got peed on. Not happy about it. Very pissed off. You got Samaje peed on. Yeah. And <laughs> well done. Well done. So I I turn and I look at the gentleman where you know the source of the urine, and it's clear he didn't deliberately peed on me, but he he hit the back wall of the piss trough in such a way where it had the splashback, and it just so happened to dribble on my left leg. Hmm. Not happy about it because it's been well documented that Syracuse fans are not the most hydrated bunch. No. So I guarantee that you got some dehydrated that, coffee and beer laced. Yes, that urine was on. not not the right shade of orange, not the orange that I that I love <laughs> to death. It was the wrong or shade any, of orange, or any brownish. shade of orange that pee should be. Yeah, pee should not be any kind of orange. Yeah, so I know he didn't do it deliberately, so I can't get pissed off at the guy. Then I'm, I become the asshole. But I go over to the sink, and they got the I don't big... know. You know what? I think if you're pissed on, then you are fully justified to be pissed on. Uh, not, if it's not deliberately, though, I can't. I'm just saying. Just, just you know, by, by, law, yeah, like but by law of averages, man. you know, if you're if you're pissed on, you should be able to be pissed off. Oh, I was pissed off. Trust. So, so you, you know, fast forward to me over at the sink, uh, raising up my tree trunk of a leg and washing my calf. In front of just a huge group of people, you know, who who knows what they thought. Oh, here's some weird dude just washing his legs in the sink. And I get out of there. I walk out. I see the lady. And she can just tell. Like, I just got my head down. just shaking my head. She's like, you know, what, what's going on? What happened? I got peed on. What do you mean you got peed on? I go through the whole story with her. It's, I was like, these goddamn piss troughs, man. I can't get away from it. I'm just picturing the scene from American Pie 2 when uh, Sean William Scott thinks that the chick is, like, pouring the champagne on him, but he's really getting pissed on. Oh, yeah. And he goes back <laughs> into the party, and he's just like, I just got peed on. Oh, my God. I, I love those movies. That dude is a genius. So, uh, while we're on the topic of Syracuse University sports, why don't we get into some of the uh, sexual allegations uh, that have come forth with some NFL Network and former NFL Network employees Namely, uh, Syracuse University grad and former NFL player for the Philadelphia Eagles, Mr. Donovan McNabb. Did you read 
the apparent text that he sent to this this accuser. I I did read the apparent text. Um, so seeing it on the first source, uh, you know, I thought to myself, all right, this is a source from NFL memes. Which, if you don't know, NFL memes, uh, very very vocal and quick with their yeah, memes. Very I witty. Mean, very, very witty. Hilarious. Uh, I mean, they were great with the Wentz memes. Yes, something can happen in in a football game, and within minutes of it happening, they are just like rapid firing like an AK forty seven. Yep, uh, with their memes. Great and and funny as as funny as they can be. At the same time, it's like all right, when I'm getting something of a more serious They're sense. not the most reputable news. Not the, yeah, it's not, it's not yeah. reputable. It would be like, you know, hey, I heard this story. Where'd you hear it from? The Onion. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah. No, you I see what I mean? You know, it's like... Uh, That's why I sent you the right. link on Twitter. But yes, when you, send me that, when you send me that link uh, and then, you know, it was all saying the same thing, I'm like, oh, this this really did happen. And yeah. that was that was graphic. Yeah, like, so for those of you that aren't aware, um, Heath Evans, Marshall Falk, uh, Donovan McNabb, who now, at the time, worked for NFL Network, now works for ESPN. They've all been suspended uh, amid allegations that they all sexually accosted or, uh, what's the term I'm looking for? Um, assaulted. Yeah, basically uh, sexual, sexual assault. Sexually or harassed. Sexual harassment. Sexually harassed, yes. yes. Uh, a, um, I forget her name, but she's uh, she was an employee. I think she did uh, makeup or... Uh, yeah, she or she was like the makeup that. artist. Yes. yes. Uh, and... Um, the texts and the the quotes have come out about it, including a few of the players sending pictures, basically hog shots of themselves. Uh, a lot of them making sexual innuendos, and one of them, I believe, confronted her in a bathroom and basically whipped his Johnson out and asked for oral. Uh, Jamie Cantor. Yes. Is the woman's name. But specifically, Donovan McNabb apparently is a freak, because... Uh, I, uh, can you look at the exact quote? But he said something to the... Uh, uh, it was... Something about how he... She appears to be the type of girl She appears to be squirt. the girl that would squirt. And he <laughs> kept asking if um, she would like to come to his house for dinner. But kind ah. of spelled C-U-M. Ah, yes. Uh, or if she would like to come out with him tonight. Um, just, you know... Don McNabb sexed like I do. He's he's really into yeah, and he's really into female ejaculation. Uh, apparently, that that's that's where he gets his rocks off. So you know what? Personal story um, here. I know I've done and a few and actually this this uh, this tweet that you sent me by uh, Robert Little at BSO. According to Jamie Cantor, she has texts and vids from multiple current and ex NFL Network employees, including Falcon McNabb. Vin inclu- vid included someone masturbating in shower. Hmm. And texts include questions about squirting, along with comments about her luscious booty. And uh, there's actually a link attached to this that I'm opening up luscious, right now. Huh? Somebody was a college Luscious graduate. booty. Now, I, I read in another uh, article... Also known as dead ass though. Yes. Uh, I read in another article, though, that she was actually terminated. And when she filed... Or I think just, just before she had filed a wrongful termination suit... Um, the, I don't know, general manager, the executive, executive, you know, whoever's in charge, basically was saying, um, well, when you look like, when you look the way you do, what do you expect? (laughs) That was his response to her coming to him 
That's a good way to sexual uh, harassment yourself up to a civil lawsuit. Yes, that was that was his response when she approached him about these sexual harassment. Uh, I remember reading too that she basically was replaced by a younger, hotter version. Yes, and then they and then they replaced her because you know she is now I think maybe in her forties or fifties or something like that, and they replaced her with someone in her early thirties now. So yeah. uh, it's just I, I I mean the whole. It's it's going beyond just, you know, Falk and McNabb. I mean, when you, you know, now you've got that fuel where the executive is basically saying, well, you brought it on yourself. Like, I mean, come on, man. I, that's That should be on come on, man, right there. Yeah. You should just put that, you know, uh, before you know, the Monday night game. It's, it's lucky for him that Chris Berman probably retired when he did. Because I don't know if you've ever read up on his history, but he has multiple multiple sexual assault allegations to his record and now you know the with the society we're in right now and how this being a hot button topic he his name would just be dragged right through the mud probably i mean at the honestly at the rate we're going i i it's almost like all celebrity status no matter whether whether it's music movies television sports like i could just see like a, a tidal wave just just cleaning house oh, like yeah. everyone's gone we've been waiting for just, it to come to sports it's been big in hollywood and we're and just politics. uh i and and honestly in the grand scheme of it all i mean the kevin the kevin spacey thing is really what or actually no i'm sorry it was harvey weinstein was really yeah what, the first what, big the, one the yeah. first big one um and that was what september mid-september so it's really uh, yeah it's only been like three months Maybe and it's just October. been a yeah. it's just been a tsunami yeah of of everyone coming forward and you know kudos to whoever it was that first came forward with the harvey weinstein thing because that person is is a pioneer at this point oh yeah you can ruin your career ruin your life well i'm well no i'm saying that this i mean obviously all this stuff was going on for so long and whether whether it's true whether it's not you know I'm, i'm still kind of uh I I keep using that's the parallel. That's where there's smoke, there's is... fire, though. That's like I know, but I, when people I, I say with the... Bill Cosby and the fifty three accusers. But like, I, oh, how many of them do you think right. lied? And I'm like, even if fifty two lied, that still leaves one. Right, that's all I need. Right, but but at the same time, you know, because there are so many different people pointing so many fingers at different people. Like, I mean, I, I kind of compare it to, like, you know, McCarthyism and, and the Salem Witch Trials, for that matter. You know, it's yeah. just like, you know, in, in the 1600s, all it took was, oh, he's a witch. Okay, now, the burden is automatically on that person to prove whether, you know, that he's not a witch. And it's basically like, you're, you're screwed. You're screwed. Yep. Because, you know, either you confess to being a witch and we kill you, or we try you and find you guilty because yeah, you can't him. prove us... You can't prove that you're not, and we kill you anyway. Yeah. I mean, so as soon as the finger is, as soon as you're fingered, for lack of a better term, with it, when it comes to sexual harassment, as soon as you're fingered, you're fucked. Yeah. So I, uh, I actually, a uh, buddy of mine, his wife, uh, they have a, I think, uh, I think their kid's like four years old, but uh, my buddy PJ was a Packers fan. His wife uh, put up a photo. They do the whole uh, Elf on a Shelf deal. Mm-hmm. And they come up with all these like fun, creative things to do. They're actually pretty good about it. I'll give them credit because I usually hate Elf on a Shelf. But uh, they We're had one. We're going to be doing that. My wife loves it. Yeah, see, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Suburban wives. There you go. But uh, they put up a photo and like the Elf had like hurt himself and like oh you know bandaged up and like oh I can't believe I fell or something like that or mm-hmm. whatever. So me being the typical asshole that I am on social media, I commented and said something about how uh, you know back in the day if. Uh, if something like this happened, you'd be accused of being a witch, and you would be burned at the stake. 
You're basically practicing black magic. Basically. But, you know, it's it's all relative. Yeah. You know, but, it's, uh, let's put a little bow if, on if this. Society, if society uh, deems it okay, then it's okay. If they don't, well, then you're screwed. Yeah. And all it takes is, uh, you know, one asshole. But. Yeah. But, um... Let's finish this up um, real quick with the whole McNabb thing and the and the the water sports and enjoying girls squirting. Water sports. Uh, <laughs> I when I was when I was a young young man, a fertile mm-hmm. young man in my uh, early twenties, I was with a woman who squirted. It is so overrated. All right, this I it, cannot even begin to tell you. Okay. It's awful, man. Right. Like you you have to get rid of the bed sheets. The mattress is soaked. Like. I don't know about you, but when I have a nice, passionate night of love making, if you will, I I, I get very sleepy after, and I want to I'm gonna sleep and relax. The last thing I want to do at twelve thirty at night is go down to the hamper and grab some clean sheets or some out of the linen closet. And I tell you, this was not the bow I was expecting you to put on to, to wrap that. It's a one great up, bow. But, uh... but let's get into the meat and potatoes of it. Let's get in to the NFL. Yeah, let's, let's talk. Let's talk the actual game yes. now, not just you know behind the scenes. And stuff. let's talk the biggest news story. Uh, looks like the Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl parade route might have a slight Ooh. detour. Carson Wentz. They got a couple of broken wings. If yeah, you want. take these broken wings. Nice. And tell Wentz how to fly again. Ooh, even throwing in the Wentz part uh, of it. I love it. I know people are gonna. People are going to say I'm a hater because I'm a Cowboys fan. I never wish injury on a player. Especially... I'm going to give you props for that, by the way, because I don't think that you came into this podcast having that prepared. I want to say that you did that on the fly. And even did, if you I didn't, did. even if you didn't, don't tell me that you didn't because I want to keep believing that you did because it was that I, I liked this. Sir, I worked 25 and a half hours over two days. I don't have time to do show prep. <laughs> we wing this son of a bitch, okay? Yeah, that's true. We do the best we can with what we've got. We don't have any interns doing research for us. You know, we just no. speak off the cuff. Absolutely. But Wentz a mania. Wentz a mania, brother. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wentz a mania is down for the count, unfortunately. You ACL know, tear. It, and like you it said. sucks, it, it, man. It, it I hate suck. seeing good MVP-type quarterbacks going down. I hated seeing Rodgers going down. I hate seeing Wentz going down. Why, I absolutely why it, despise Deshaun Watson going down. And why does it? So much and why does it always happen to these types of guys? Like, why can't it happen to you know? Again, I don't want to wish Jay injury Cutler. on anybody, but yeah, Jay, yeah, like you know, sure. quarterbacks that like you know you don't care. You don't care at this point. You know, Deshaun Kaiser. You know, if you it's went, mobile if quarterbacks. You went, if you want, yeah, but Kaiser's a mobile quarterback. Tyrod Taylor, Taylor's a mobile quarterback, and yeah, he's on injury kind of right now. I don't really you know, know why Deshaun Kaiser doesn't get but... hurt because he's cursed. He's with the Browns. They suck. <laughs> they ruin so, any quarterback. So God just was like, uh, you're already on the Browns. I'm going to save your ACL. Yeah, no, I think if anything, he's spiting them. He'd be better off if he did get hurt. Yeah. They're just ruining his career. But yeah, I mean, once the media going down, yeah, they have Foles as a backup, which is great. He knows... You know, he knows the team, he knows the system, he's been there before, he's had yeah, some success. Yeah, but the system has changed very, very dramatically since since once came on board and became the starter. Yeah, I, I mean, It's not the same system that w- he was in when he had that breakout, was it his rookie season, I think? Or maybe his second season? And he had a, he put up some really yeah, good Yeah, he numbers. had like 27 touches, two interceptions. Something like that. It was, I, it, was yeah. a, it was a crazy stat line. And then he had one, it was cra- it was funny too, because he, it seemed, he, he came off of that, he had a, he had a bad season. And then they just kind of gave up on him. I was a little shocked by that. 
And yeah, I don't know if it was the change. Whole... Was it the change of the system? Was it the change? Of the I think coaching? it was everything when they got rid of Chip and just yeah, I guess cleaning house. But yeah, Foles is decent. But if you want to get to the Super Bowl, even win a Super Bowl this day, oh, you're not you going to do your franchise Foles. quarterback. Yeah, no, you're not going to do it with Foles. No, no. And I found an interesting stat since 1991. There have been 13 quarterbacks who started a game in the playoffs who had three or fewer starts that season. Their combined record is 2-12 and 12 all time. Oof. You know who has those two wins? You should know this being a Bills fan. I'm going to go with Frank Reich. Frank Reich, yep. And... No, he has both wins. He has the two Oh, wins. he's got the... Yeah, oh, he's got oh, both, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, when he oh. stepped in for oh. uh, for Jim Kelly back Props in the day. Props for me. Yeah. And that, I mean, the big one, obviously, was the comeback against the Houston Oilers, down uh, 35-3. Yes, yes. The, the comeback. Yeah, the, the, the... Exactly, the comeback. The comeback. You but know, you know what's interesting as the well... The Buckeyes have the Ohio State, while the Bills have the comeback. Do you so know where Frank either. Wright currently resides? Yeah, he's uh, coaching... Um, uh, wow. hold on, hold on, hold on. He's coach. He's this should uh, be easy. Is it Seattle? We're talking about the Eagles and the Bills. You know he doesn't coach for the Bills, so he must coach for. Oh, well, okay, the Eagles. The offensive well, coordinator for the Eagles. Yeah. All right. Well, so whatever. I thought you were throwing me. No, a no, no, no. I'm sorry. I don't, it's okay. It's all right. You're, you know, you're tired. You're lacking sleep. I get it. Yeah, I don't have all of. I don't know where all of the the OCs. You know, every well, I figured I set it up on a tee for you. I you did. Yeah. Whatever. All right. You knock it out of the park next time. Come well, on, take some hacks. I still swing it. You know what? It, shoot, I just gotta shoot. You know what? I'll share a personal story with you. I did actually get a strike in tee ball once. So <laughs> I was like three. It was my first time, you know, in an organized t-ball league. I just stepped up to the plate. It was just sitting there waiting for me to spank it, and I just whiffed. You know what? I, I hate to be that guy who one-ups someone and can outdo it, but I guarantee I have something more embarrassing than you striking out at t-ball. No, I didn't strike out. Hang on. Or you got Hold a on. strike. I got a, a strike. strike. I'm sorry. Okay. I didn't strike out. Okay. I didn't get the K. All right. So now picture this. I'm nine, ten years old. Yeah. I'm watching my younger sister's t-ball game. Mm-hmm. sitting on the first base side. Mm-hmm. The batter up to the plate is a lefty. Okay. So her back is to me. Right. And it's that stage of T-ball where, you know, you get unlimited swings. Nobody ever strikes out. Like, gotcha. you keep going until you hit the damn ball. This girl is up there and takes, like, seven or eight hacks. And she's swinging with her right arm, just one-handed, trying to trying to knock it out. Right. And me being the impatient, just lacking a filter human being that I am, I decide to yell out. At 9 or 10 years old. At, at a nine. No, I'm 9 or 10. She's like 7. Yeah, no, so, I, that's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. You still don't, you don't, you don't have a filter at Oh, 10. no, no. I, I came out of my mom's womb without the filter. <laughs> that got left behind. Um, so I decide to yell out, Hey, try hitting it with two hands. She finally makes contact. Gets to first base. I get to see her from the front. She's an amputee. Oh. She's lacking a left arm past the elbow. And I'm the asshole that yells, <laughs> Try swinging with both arms! You'll hit the ball better! Oh, at, man. at nine years old, I knew I was going to hell. <laughs> Awful. At nine! <laughs> so yeah, you getting a strike at T-ball? Yeah, a little embarrassing. You know what's crazy, too, is later on in high school, we ended up having gym together. I don't think I ever spoke a word to her 
Oh, because I was man. too embarrassed. I was like, she has to remember that moment. There's no way she oh, doesn't remember no, that Oh, moment. yeah. That's, that's, burn that's burn in her oh, brain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's taking that one to the grave. Oh, God. I'm a piece of shit. Wow. Damn, dude. Yeah. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Yep. Thanks. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the Eagles still managed to pick up the window against the Rams. <laughs> Yeah, okay. That's a terrible segue. But. Do you know what, you know what, uh, yeah, but the thing is, Foles uh, went 10 attempts for 42 yards. Yeah. That was the stat line. So, yeah, they got the win. They I mean, they've they got a eked deep out, roster. They eked out the win, but yeah. uh, they're going to need some help. And, and last I saw, um, I mean, he keeps trying. He keeps, you know, getting sent to voicemail, but, you know, Kaepernick is still dialing that number. Oh, uh, yeah. Don't care. No, that's not going to happen. We yeah. just, we'll just give up on that one. But uh, you know, I was I was going to town on a comment section on Facebook with uh, a buddy Matthias who's uh, an Eagles fan, and I get it that you know they're a top five offense as he was stating, they're a top five defense, but so much of what they do on offense is predicated around Wentz. Yes, he's a mobile quarterback. He throws guys open. He escapes the pressure, makes his offensive line look better. I mean, let's not forget they lost Jason Peters, their their Pro Bowl left tackle. Much much like the Packers, you know, when when Rodgers went down, I mean, Jordy Nelson disappeared. Yeah. He he became completely irrelevant. A franchise quarterback. The only only guy Yeah, the only guy that that seemed to keep his head above water was Devontae Adams. You know what a franchise quarterback in the NFL is like? It's like a push up bra on a flat chested chick. One of those nice Victoria's Secret bras that makes an A cup look like a C somehow. That's what a franchise quarterback is, especially for Green Bay. I tell you, your your metaphors never cease to amaze me. I know, right? They're it's just oh come on, give a me franchise. Some credit. A, no, 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 it's outstanding. I'm just I, I'm you. just I'm letting it sink in. A franchise quarterback is a push up bra. Yeah, like the Victoria's Secret ones, like the yeah, no, s- no, I, I, seventy dollar ones. Yeah, no, I, I well aware. Hey, Kayla, but, how much uh, are one of those bras at Victoria's Secret? No, I'm serious. <laughs> oh, she didn't find that funny. <laughs> yeah, fun with that one later. Yeah, uh, I love fun with that one. You know what? Let's, let's keep adding salt in the wound. So the yeah. Giants still lost with Eli back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everyone's you know, rocking their number 10 jerseys. His, his, his streak was ended. Yeah. It comes back, everyone. Oh, yeah, you know, it's definitely Eli. He keeps the team. Nah, they still lost. They're not a good team. They I still mean, lost. Did you see the news? injuries? Eli isn't a good quarterback anymore. Let's... Not, but did you see the did you see the the latest about uh, uh, John Gruden? Oh God, here we go. He's been they've John, been saying he's coming John out of the Gruden, booth for years. John Gruden has said that he would coach the Giants next year on one condition, and that condition is that they re-sign Eli. <laughs> <laughs> then John Gruden is a fool. Listen, no disrespect to Eli Manning. Amazing quarterback, two Super Bowl rings to his resume. As soon as you say the, the guy's word, a Hall of Famer. As soon as you say the word "butt" at the end of all of that, yeah. you're going to disrespect him. So go ahead. Yeah, that, yeah, that's very true. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. But he's he's done, man. He's over the hill. What is he? Thirty eight. Oh no, I think he's only like 35. 36. 35, 36. He's on the he's on the downward side of thirty. Oh, he's on the back nine for sure. Yeah. I mean, he could still be a decent quarterback in the right scenario. You know. Good to great running grain. Running grain game. Yeah, running grain. Yeah, yeah, yes. running grain. Running against the grain. Yes. Great defense. The perfect setup for him is in Jacksonville. Playing the Iowa glutens over here. I would love to see him reunite with Tom Coughlin and, and Doug Marone out in Jacksonville. 
Imagine? Yeah. I know Blake Bortles is playing much better football right now, but you know the other shoe's going to fall with that. You really trust Blake Bortles in a playoff game? Well, we're probably going to be seeing that in the next couple of weeks. I trust him against Buffalo. I'll trust him against... Uh, I don't even think I would trust him against the Ravens. Joe Flacco has a great postseason resume. And their 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 defense is phenomenal, phenomenal, otherworldly. So, I mean, that's going to be their corners. Just I mean, if it's if it's Jacksonville and, and Baltimore, that's going to be a six to three, you know, kick fest. Uh, oh yeah, that'll be like the yeah, early Saturday game. Yeah, but I'm just saying. I mean, that that's just going to be a, a game of defense. You know, yeah. which, which defense uh, can can hold them out of field goal range. You know. I, I actually think it'd be more high scoring. I think it'd be 28-24, and each team's defense would have three touchdowns. <laughs> okay, yeah, for defensive uh Yeah, defensive high yes. scoring. Yes, yes okay. I, I, I can... Eli's 36, by the way. All right. Um, but yeah, it's time for the Giants to find his replacement. I mean, they're going to have... Right now, they have the number two pick. Yeah. It's the year to do it. Yeah, I guess. Sam Darnold or get, Josh Rosen. Get or one of those two. or I don't know why. Especially you Bills fans seem to be in love with Baker May- Mayfield. I'm not. I'm not either. I'm, I'm not. And I actually, question the guy's character. I question his right, intelligence. Right before uh, he was announced as the Heisman winner, I was actually talking with my wife's uncle, who is an OU graduate and a big fan of Baker Mayfield. And I, I, I said, you know, I would not be shocked if they... Didn't give it to him. Oh no, they're gonna give it to him. They're gonna give it to him. Oh, he's a clear cut runaway winner. I mean, but then think about it. When's the last time the Heisman Trophy winner, you know, was a great NFL player? The like the only one that sticks out my mind to me, the latest one was Charles Woodson. Yeah. Like, you know, who else? Tim Tebow, Johnny Menzel. Uh, and I'm sorry, but Baker Mayfield plays in the Big 12, which doesn't believe in defense. So those his numbers are greatly inflated. I and, and I'm never comfortable with the Heisman Trophy winner uh, coming to Buffalo anyway. Ever since uh, the guy by the name Simpson came to Buffalo, bring back the the four Bronco. <laughs> uh, yeah. So oh, man, if I wasn't a Jeep guy, I would have a white Ford Bronco. <laughs> of course you would. Sociopath. Of course you would. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. You would have two dug up holes in your backyard just to assume that there are bodies in it, too. Oh, that's a brilliant idea. I should do that for Halloween. Great idea. Yeah, that'll happen. So, we were talking a little bit about the Giants and Eli Manning, and, uh, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about my boys. Looking, nah, looking, go looking for good, it. good, spanking that ass a little uh, bit. You know, uh, they they had a couple of hiccups there. Um, was it two yeah. or three games after Zeke went out? Oh yeah, they were god awful. The they were they were god awful, but disappeared. They did they get uh, Tyron Smith back? Yes, Tyron okay, Smith so has that been was, back. That, that's, Their that's running been game, Rod Smith and uh, Alfred Morris has been great, and that's yep. that's the key thing with with Dak Prescott. He's a young quarterback. I'm not even going to try to compare him to Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is Carson Wentz, Jared Goff. They're they're a minus quarterbacks trending up. You know, of course, a plus is your Brady, your Breeze. Um, your Rodgers, mm-hmm. I might even, mm, I'd probably put Philip Rivers as an A. Roethlisberger, I think, is an A+. Plus. Nah, I wouldn't give Roethlisberger an A+. Plus Man, he has looked good lately. But, yeah, but you, uh, put him on right. the, you put him on the road, he's, mm. a, he's a C. Even on the road. Home, he could be a C, depending on the team he plays. Oh, true. That's why I wouldn't give him, a, I, I'm Jackson, not going to give him an A+. Plus. Yes, but, alright, back to my point, though. Give him a B. 
Dak Prescott is a B to a B plus. Yes. Dak Prescott is a franchise quarterback, but he's not the type that's usually going to go out there for 300 yards and three to four touchdowns just slinging all over the yard. And I found an interesting stat. About, I think he could do 300 total yards the way he runs. He's kind yeah. of a, he's he's a hybrid. Of, I'm just saying of, though, uh, like you can't just put the game on his shoulders and rely on him to chuck it all over the yard like you would Rodgers or Brady. No, he but, needs a running game to support him. No, but you could you could put it on the shoulders the same way the Seahawks put the game on Russell Wilson's shoulders. Well, here's what I found though that I found interesting about Prescott. When he gets 110 yards rushing or more as support, and that is the NFL average for a game, 110 yards. So if he just gets the average and mm-hmm. looks, look at his running backs, he's got beyond average, you know, sure. especially when Zeke is back. Right. When he gets the NFL average, I believe his record is 18-3. and three. So he's the type of quarterback where, you know, he can't always, you know, just throw the team on his shoulder and lead you to victory. But if he has a good running game of support... He'll win you a lot of ball games. Absolutely. So that's the biggest thing. That's why they slumped so bad because they weren't running the ball effectively, especially with Tyron Smith without or yeah. with him out. Excuse yeah. me. But um, they need to win out. They need a little bit of help to make the playoffs. But I like their schedule coming back or coming up. Blah, yeah. I can't talk tonight. They got, they got Oakland, Oakland Sunday night Sunday at Oakland. Night, yep. Seattle, who's you know hampered with some injuries, coming into Dallas. We know notoriously Seattle does not play well on the road. And then they're at Philly the last game of the season. Depending on if Philly has clinched everything up, who knows if their starters even play. Right. So it's not out of the realm of possibility. The Cowboys can reel off three straight, depending on how the chips fall, maybe sneak in. Still sneaking a wild card. Yeah. The team I, I like much better in that scenario, though, than my Cowboys to sneak in is the Packers. Even though they have a tough schedule coming up, I believe they got the Panthers, the Vikings, and the Lions. But if it comes down to them at the Lions, Week 17, I mean, we saw it last year, Rodgers winning that game. And if there's any quarterback that I want to see in the playoffs, it's Aaron Rodgers. I want to see the best. It all depends on best. it all depends on how his shoulder, you know, I think they're still waiting on the MRI results. Yeah, they're um, supposed, supposed to be news tomorrow. I mean, this is Tuesday and, and evening. This is, and this is a throwing shoulder, so, I mean... That's what I'm worried about. Last last year, you know, he pulled off that upset victory, but that was a Hail Mary that he launched for 70 yards. Yeah. Is he going to be able to do that coming off of a, a broken collarbone yeah, on and the he's, throwing side? He's done this before. Remember, he came back a few years ago off a of broken collarbone. Yeah, but that was that his was non-throwing, non-throwing shoulder. Throwing shoulder. Yes, exactly. So, that's, that's the difference. And my worry is that they rush him back, or he even rushes himself back. Yeah. Because we... We've seen it firsthand with the NFL. They're not great at keeping players out of the game to benefit their own health. I mean, we saw it with, with Tom Savage, who it appeared had a, a freaking seizure after that concussion. I mean... Yeah, he went nuts on that side. Yeah, my, my, my Joe just, man, Tommy Savage. I have no idea where I am right now. What's going on? Yeah. I'm seeing stars. Yeah. Who looks shockingly similar to Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I wish I could do a Nick Cage voice and combine it with Macho Man. I just can't. I'll, I'll you know what? I'll, I'll work on that, and I'll have it ready for you next week. Okay, awesome. Well, we look forward to that. But, um, yeah, man, I, I worry about them rushing Rodgers back. I, I mean, he's playing the Vikings again, the team that took him out originally. Mm. I worry about another big hit. And you know that they'll target him. They'll tar- if he comes back in, oh, they'll target and him. Like I, I would, too. I mean, yeah. as long as it's not a completely illegal or dirty hit. But, oh, I, yeah. you know, I'm I'm blitzing. I'm putting him on his butt. I'm, I'm pressuring him as much I as mean, I can. I mean, they... they 
might get Sean Payton on the phone. Just, you know, say, hey. Uh, oh, that wasn't Sean Payton. That was Greg Williams. Oh, whatever. Yeah, that douchebag. I think he's in Cleveland now. I don't know how he still has uh, a job. Former, but, uh, former Buffalo. Yeah. Coach. Oh, God. Everybody's a former Buffalo coach, it seems. <laughs> well, that's because we go through them like socks. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Waka. And it is Christmas time. You always get those fluffy new pair of socks, right. which I love. You get, I mean, we talked overrated earlier with squirters, underrated Christmas socks. Getting a fresh, brand new pair of socks on I, Christmas. You know, hate it as a kid, love was, it as an adult. I, I was I was thinking about it uh, earlier this week, actually, and it's just it's it's amazing the the things that I hated when I was a kid. I just love it as an adult. Yeah, I know, right? I really, do. it's amazing. Nothing beats a new pack of socks. Oh, dude, it's the best. I bought I bought. I'll go to Marshalls just for the hell and buy oh, under yeah. socks. Oh, I, I, on a I Tuesday, a, I'm like, whatever, I'm buying socks. I bought, like, a 12-pack at uh, Target the one day. Just, like, you know, white, fluffy Hanes. Just, oh, it's outstanding. You throw those suckers on, it's dude. Or fresh out of the dryer. You like, throw them on, on when clouds. it's cold. Oh, my God. You're walking on a cloud. It's amazing. Eight-year-old Pete, throw them away. Yeah. Throw them away. I think if I had a pick between like not having sex for the rest of my life or a new pair of fluffy socks every every month, oh man, it's a toss up. My head's flip a coin. We can throw the socks. Yeah, no, I know my decision on that one, and it's definitely not the socks. <laughs> you got a kid, you're good. I mean, if you you had your your fun. No, I'm I'm saying I would. I, I don't need socks that bad to oh, give up. Uh-huh. You know. Well, well, I, I would take the E over the O oh, any yeah. day. There we go. Yeah. Waka. Yeah, that's like three Wakas in a row I've had. Waka, Waka, Waka. Uh, those don't count. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, we mentioned your bills. Why don't we talk about you want to talk the, about the, the snow game? The most fun game I think I've ever seen. The only other one I can compare it to is that, uh, I think it was like four or five years ago, that <laughs> Philly-Detroit game, where they just went nuts in the snow. There was a there was a play where I think it was it was a pass to one of the Colts receivers, and he jumped up to, to get it, and when he landed, it was just like... Oh, like dude, a, yeah, he just like a disappeared small, in the snow. like a small box. Yeah. Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> and the thing was, the Colts were wearing all white, so yeah, yeah. he just he just disappeared. <laughs> I heard a great point on uh, on the radio the other day, too. I'm wondering if the wide receivers specifically just wore white cleats for that game. Because oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, think about it. I mean, you're not going to... At what point they insane to throw a challenge flag yeah. on the spot. Oh, yeah. At what point happening. they shoveled the, the sidelines and they shoveled the yard markers. And people on Twitter were, were in the stands and, like, taking pictures and videos of their vantage point and their yeah. view. It's just shadows. You yeah. have no idea what's you going on. You can't see anything. It was amazing. No. It was... a. If you go by X's and O's, it was a god-awful, terrible game. Yes. But I love the fact that John Hansen on Red Zone was... Or Scott Hansen, excuse me. John Hansen, jeez. Scott Hansen on Red Zone was basically like, we're gonna... John we, Hansen is the fantasy guru. Yeah. But he was basically like, we're gonna take you back to Buffalo for the snow game, live from Planet Hoth. It was like, it was the most coverage the Bills have ever had on Red Zone all season. It, and it was amazing. In and a 13-7 a game? Yeah. In overtime? Yeah. With almost, with almost no red zone, uh, uh, you know, plays. They yeah. were in the red zone, barely in the red zone. And LaShawn McCoy, I mean, I think he had like 31 carries for like 164 yards. Uh, I just saw the stat. It was 32 for 159. That was pretty good. Yeah. But is he the greatest player ever in snow? 
He like, was good. Undoubtedly. Like, I mean, that game I mentioned before in Philly, yeah. Detroit, he was phenomenal. Yeah. The no, guy was... is a beast in the snow. Yep. And he's playing in the snow capital of the world in Buffalo, New York. That's right. Orchard Park, Planet Hoth. Yeah. He looked like he was riding a tauntaun up and down the field. <laughs> it was amazing. So much fun gabby, to watch. Gabby, gabby, gabby. Yeah, X's and O's, that's a terrible game. But you you throw in all that snow, and it makes it one of the games uh, of the year. He had the walk-off touchdown run. Amazing. And your your boy Peterman looked pretty good until he got knocked out of the game. Yeah, I mean, if by good, you mean he successfully handed off the ball to LaShawn McCoy. He had a couple of good throws. There were only like six throws, I think, for the entire game, but... Yeah, and and thankfully five of those six were not intercepted. So by the way, I haven't been up to date on the Bills this week. Uh, do they know who's starting next week? I'm not sure that they do. I, I mean, I'm sure if Tyrod's healthy, it'd be Tyrod. But if not, it's Peterman is not. Be, I don't. I don't think Peterman's gonna clear. They're not gonna rush him through that. And you he's, guys, he's not a. I, I think that they would be more concerned getting Tyrod out on the field before Peterman, so they're just gonna let Peterman do his, you know, take his time getting back. And yeah, if if Tyrod's not able to make it, I think that they're just gonna go with Webb. Yeah, and, and you, hand, you guys had the Finns coming off a short week too, which you coming need off a more short snow. week, but coming off of a monstrous victory, just completely manhandling the New England Patriots in that Jay game. Jay Cutler looked the the best I think I've ever seen him. If he could just do that consistently, he would be a good to great quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. I, I mean, couldn't figure out. I turned that game on, and I'm like, okay, Dolphins are making some noise. They're up. Next thing you know, they go up by two scores, and I'm like, wait a second. This this might actually happen. Hell, may freeze over. Do you see that the Patriots were 0 of 11 on third down in that game? The first time since 1991. That's why they lost the game. Yeah. You need to convert on third down. Yeah. I... I, I the thing and and uh, what's his name Xavier Howard the one cornerback that was just shadowing Brandon Cooks all night yeah two interceptions I mean that's good, man. that's some talent when you can he actually on one of the interceptions outran Brandon Cooks which is a feat in its in and of itself yeah because Brandon Cooks is a speedster he outran Brandon Cooks Brady overthrew Brandon Cooks and Howard made the interception with an over the shoulder grab. Didn't yeah. even turn. He was he was str- you know in stride with Brandon you know with Brandon Cooks ahead of him and made an over the shoulder interception. Just nuts. That's wow. Yeah, well, I was blown away by that. But I and, know it's um, gonna be an overreaction this week with the Pats losing and looking really bad on Monday night. Burn the tape, like. Oh yeah, just, no, that's it's an anomaly. That's, I don't think is not, the Dolphins not are better than the so- Patriots no, overall. No, 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 no. Brady, no, no. they had a great game, and um, and um, all I'm doing by by you know, especially talking about Howard and and you talking about Cutler, we're just we're using a, a that just that sample size that just that sixty minutes of play yeah. is all we're talking. This about. This is probably the last time we ever talk about the Dolphins again, right. For this season, we are not. No, they finally this showed is, up on prime time. This is not a, is not a sign games. of things to come by any means, you know. And um, you know what's mind blowing to me? I found this stat is that Brady is seven and nine all time in Miami, and his record against the AFC East is like ridiculous. I think the uh, it's like a seventy winning percentage. I don't know. Maybe the Argyle end zones throw him off or something. Yeah, I know, right? That's I know. That maybe it's the fact that they keep changing the name of the stadium. I think it's had like six or seven different names, something like that. There's you know fifty different teams. But that's that amazing. Play. I'm like, it's 
and it's not it's it's great weather like I just it's weird he just does not play well in South Beach maybe his feet get too sweaty in those Uggs boots I don't know (laughs) he's a warm weather guy though he's from Cali yeah but he's lived in you know and played in Foxborough for years now he excels in yeah, cold doesn't weather. He, doesn't he still... Uh, oh, I'm sure he has resident. multiple homes. Yeah, he's got, he's got residents, yeah. I'm sure. Married a supermodel. They, Did he, like, buy an island or something? Or? I'm sure he did. I don't know. You're freaking Tom Brady. You got a supermodel wife. I'm going to buy an island, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, anything else you want to hit from this past week? Or you want to talk about the upcoming week? Uh, uh, let's talk about the upcoming week. Um... You know, real quick in the news with the Patriots oh. is that they signed Kenny Britt yeah. to a two-year deal. Eh, big whoop. Eh, I, the Pats, man, they always get other people's scraps and they they make it work. Yeah, but sometimes not. I mean, look at uh, Philip Dorsett. He hasn't done crap. Hey, worst case, and I'm sure they got him on the cheap. Who cares? Yeah, but the Kenny Britt's, yeah, but Kenny Britt's remaining contract is nothing, is nothing cheap. Oh, eh. So, oh, you know what I want to mention quick? We're going to have to do something with him. There's a couple guys we haven't shown enough love to. Um, one of them is Case Keenum for the Vikings. The guy has been phenomenal this year. We Everybody keeps as waiting a, for the other shoe to drop. As a third stringer coming on board and just, you know, being forced into that position. Yeah. Yeah. And absolutely. think about it. He played under Jeff Fisher last season. He's a Pro Bowl quarterback. Jared Goff played under Jeff Fisher last year. Is, He's is, a Pro Bowl is, quarterback. Is Keenum even in the conversation for even MVP? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, why not? I, I mean, I mean, I, I, I throw what, what's what's more what what's more of a of a most valuable player than a, a third stringer who probably wasn't even expecting to play a snap all season? I think that roster just built in, so well, though. Having I, to be thrusted into that position. And and making the most of it. I don't I mean, hate an argument for led, it. He's led the argument. He's led the team to a playoff spot. I don't hate it, but I couldn't give him my vote. My vote goes to Brady. I, I just, uh, Brady is so good at forty. It's ridiculous know, that we don't talk about like, him anymore. It's like, come on, man. What do you, come on, man. Fifteen years and just give it. You know. Oh man, we're gonna we're gonna look back at this time and be like, we saw the Michael Jordan of football in his prime. No, I know. I know. I know you can't appreciate it now because you're a Bills fan. You're sick of him just whooping that ass. It's, it's not like even as a Bills 24 fan. 24 and 3 it's, against you. It's not even as a Bills fan. It's just as a, it's like, Jesus. Like, I can appreciate insane. it. Now. I used to be a Brady hater, and I'm like, dude, the guy's just flat out good. I know. I, I can respect it. him. I respect him. I just I mean, yeah, him. I'm not saying you can't hate him. I, I just, I, I hate hearing about him. I hate how it's the It's just the, the fact that I go, my MVP vote is for Tom Brady. You're like, oh, come on, Because it's man. just the same thing. It's, it's just, it's, it's I'm sorry, boring. he's consistently great. I know. I'm sorry. I'm just, he wins Super Bowls. I'm, he puts up phenomenal I'm numbers. I'm bored by it. Man. I'm bored by it. Just... Do you prefer we talk about Jay Cutler more? No. Exactly. I want to talk, about... talk about Matt Trubisky, damn it. No, I'm just kidding. Trubisky's look good. I give him credit. Yeah, no, he has actually he's improved come a lot. Trubisky's look good. You know who's really coming along is uh, Jimmy G. Garoppolo and San Fran. Jimmy Grapes. He has very little weapons around him, but man, he looks like a franchise quarterback. Jimmy that, Grapes. Getting him for a second round pick looks like a genius move by the Niners. Absolutely. Because now they can trade out of that top five pick, yeah. stockpile more picks, get a bunch of weapons around him, get him a number one receiver, sure. get some offensive line protection. Sam Fran, the next couple of years, looks scary. Marquise Goodwin has actually exploded with 
He's uh, looking a lot better, yeah. Under center now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he had like, what, uh, eight grabs for 99 yards or something last week? Yeah, he looked good, was, man. Or no, no, he broke 100 less. It was week before he had 99. Oh, so, I mean, I mean he's, he's right up there. Earlier in the year, they were a dumpster fire. The Niners, what were they, yeah. like 0-9 to start or something mm, like that? Yeah, something like that. And now the future looks bright for this team. They may be a dark horse team next year to get a wild card spot. Um, I've got uh, the spreads now. Obviously, these are the spreads on yes. a Tuesday night. Oh, real quick, too. I'll game. throw it in quick. Russell Wilson. We need to give him more love. Maybe not this yeah, week. Yeah, not this week. guy's been but, phenomenal. Yeah. He's carrying that team. He's basically... He's like... He's and you like know what? Uh, just just to, to bounce off of that just real quick. Yeah. Um, and this is simply because we haven't done the podcast in, in a while. But even though he uh, didn't do anything this past game... How about Jimmy Graham with nine touchdowns in eight games? Yeah. About time you broke out. I mean, damn. You want to talk about consistency. Yep. But, uh, all right, so I got the spreads here for uh, next week. All right, let's wrap it up. And this is on Tuesday, obviously, so the spreads are probably going to be pretty generic. But uh, Thursday night... Oh, not gonna watch it. Dumpster uh, fire. Denver at Indianapolis. Who the hell cares? Oh, this is so bad. Um, Four and nine versus three and ten. I'm, I'm gonna channel Peter Griffin from that one scene. Oh my god, who the hell cares? You know what though? Have you seen the commercial they're advertising for it? They're not advertising players, matchups, history, any of that. They're advertising the Skycam. Yeah, and I hate to be one of the sheep, but I'm falling for it, man. I kind of want to watch the game just for the Sky King. Oh, I I love amazing, the Sky King. When they view. had that, uh, what game? It was Tennessee and I forgot who they played, but it was a Thursday night game. Yeah, and they they featured the Sky Cam for the first half. Yeah. Wasn't it New England and the Patriots? Or not? The, yeah, the New England Patriots, and I think the Falcons. Didn't they have the Sky Cam for that because of the fog at one point? Ah. Uh... I think I, it was a Sunday night game. I don't remember. I just I, well, Gosh. I know that it was like featured for the entire first yeah. half. It was Tennessee, and I forget who else. But it's awesome. Um, it's a great way to learn the game because you see what the quarterback sees. You see all his reads, all his progressions. Yeah, and you, you see and you also reacts. you can also see a lot of yards left on the board too. You know, you yeah. can kind of because when you when you watch, it's like playing a game of Madden. You know, you yeah. you see that perspective you can see where the guy you know should be going i mean it's it's you know it's wide open right you know to the right but he goes to the left and he leaves you know potentially like eight ten yards on the on the field they, you know they need to have more of it because if you think about I it i like it i mean why not if, football's if, you, on ESPN. If, if you can have that technology now i mean why are we still watching it from the same vantage point that our our grandfather was watching football well, on yeah, the black this is what I'm saying, though. So many people are you used know. to the way we've always watched it. So on ESPN, you have the normal, regular view we're all used to. ESPN2 puts it in Spanish. Have ESPNU or ESPN News or ESPN8 the Ocho. We'll just have the Skycam view the entire game. Same thing with NBC. You got NBC Sports Network. If there's not a hockey game on, you know, throw the Sunday night game on with the Skycam view. Take advantage of it. I would watch that alternate feed. That would be I'm, awesome. I'm, uh... I'm for it. Yeah, like, I'm a big, not? I'm a big fan of it. Absolutely. And make the goddamn matchups better. Broncos, Colts. You freaking kidding yeah. me? Uh, Broncos are favored by two and a half. Next. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Sky Cam. That's all I care about. Um, that's how adept we got on the game. Was we talked five. You know what? How about Cam. how about this? How about this? Yeah. Um, instead of picking the winners this week, let's yeah. change it up a little bit. I'm going to give you the over under. Okay. For all the games. So right. we're not going to pick winners. We're just going to pick over 100. All right. Sure. All right. Denver, Indianapolis, 40 and a half. 
I'm gonna go over. Okay. I'm gonna regret it. Uh, Chicago at Detroit, forty-four. That's a. By the way, that's a four thirty game on Saturday. Yes. There's a couple. There's two Saturday games. Yeah. Did you say thirty-four? Forty-four. Oh, 44. Chicago at Detroit. Forty-four. Chicago Bears, Bob. I'm gonna go under. Under forty-four. Yep. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, Chargers at the Chiefs. San Diego Super Chargers. Forty-six. Can't use that way. Forty-six. Chargers at Chiefs. I'm gonna go over. Yeah, I think it's gonna be. A, this is this is a huge a game, man. This is for the division. Yep. Uh, Philadelphia and the Which, Giants. Which, that's an 8.30 Saturday night kick. I yep. will watch that game. That'll be a good game. Oh, yeah. Philadelphia at the Giants, uh, 40. Ooh. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go over. Nah. They went over with the Cowboys. That game was 30-10. to 10. That's 40 score. exactly. So. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm taking the over. Uh, I'm going to take the under because, like you said, it was 30-10 to 10 last week, 10 coming from the Giants, and we've got Carson, uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Nick Foles, um, you know, at QB now, so I'm going to yeah. say it's a low-scoring game. Um, Green Bay at Carolina, 44-and-a-half. Over. Cincinnati at Minnesota. Especially if Rodgers is back. Cincinnati, I don't know, because who knows how his shoulder's going to be. Yeah, we'll see. Cincinnati at Minnesota, 42. Ooh, two. One really good defense, a decent defense in the Bengals. I'm going to go under. Yeah, I'm going to go under as well. Houston at Jacksonville, 39. Oh. I might go over on that one. I'm going over just because I think Sac- Saxonville will score two touchdowns on defense. Possibly. Especially with uh, TJ Yates already confirmed as starter. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's on a better chance than Macho Man Tony Sitch. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jets at the Saints, uh, 47. I'm going to go under, and here's why. Because um, Josh McCowan is now out for the season with a hand injury, so they're going to rely on... He was crying uh, in that that, that press conference, too. I feel so bad for him. The guy's playing phenomenal. They have to rely on... uh, uh, Hackenberg? No, it's um, Bryce Petty. Oh, God. Bryce Petty. I think the Saints will just... What'd you say? It was 37? 47. 47? Uh, crap. That's what I'm saying. Like, I could see this the Saints being are like pissed a, off after that Atlanta game. Yeah, but I, I, 10 days I could see this being like a 34 to 10, you know, 10. I'm going to go over just because I think the Saints will pick up like 40 points and the Jets will get a garbage score toward the end. Yeah. Well. Arizona at Washington, 43 and a half under. Mm, yeah, under. Baltimore at Cleveland, 40. Uh, I could go over on that one. Has that good timing for the Ravens and the Brownies? I'm gonna go. I don't know, man. Browns. You know what? Pose a threat. <laughs> I'm gonna go out on the. They took. They took. Browns win this game. I said that last week against Green Bay, and they, so looked, I was, they was close. I was they close. I was like, damn. I don't think the Browns can go 0 16. They did it last no. year. Remember they beat San Diego in like week 14 or 15. I yeah, because the yeah, because the o the o eight Lions are still praying for the next team. And this will be a fun game too. I bet yeah. I, it's gonna be high scoring. I'm gonna go over. Uh, Rams at Seattle. Uh, 40, God, that's a good 48, game. 48. And for the division, I'm gonna, I'm go, gonna go over. over. Definitely. I think Russell Wilson shows up, has a big game. Rams bounce back, have a big game, and that's a coin flip. No. I, I give it to the Rams because the Seahawks have Blair Walsh as their kicker. They'll probably miss a game <sighs> game winning yeah. field goal. Yeah. Ah, uh, he needs to just be cut. Yeah, I he's know. He's terrible. It's amazing. He's so job. bad. Uh, New England at Pittsburgh. Over-under. Game of the week. 53. Woo! It's 
Antonio Brown, Bell, Brady coming back after getting beat by the Finns. You know he's Brandon, pissed Brandon, off. He's got Brandon a great Cooks. Game. You got Deion Lewis and Rex Burkhead in the backfield. Damn. He loves those two guys. That's a lot of points. I mean, what was the game? Uh, Chris, Hogan, Chris Hogan's going to be a little bit yeah. more fresh. Pittsburgh played Baltimore. That game was like... Gronk is th- back. They, that game was like 33-31. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm going to go over. I'm going to go under. This is going to be a shootout. I think it'll be tight. What would you say it was? 53? 53. I'm going to go 28-24 Patriots. You want to put a little You want to put a little friendly wager on Because I'll go over God, on yes, one. I do. Let's, let's do it. We haven't done that one in a while. Uh, what do you want to do? The movie thing again? Or... Uh, I got it. It's winter time. It's snowing. I am not shoveling your damn driveway. No, I got right. four wheel drive and a jeep. I don't need. Okay. I don't need a shovel swat. Right. Well, I'm just sir. saying. I just I'm like no, I'm not, uh, not doing that. Loser walks the winner's dogs around the block in their underwear. What? No. What is it with you walking around the goddamn neighborhood in your underwear? Because I work I'm out. With it. I look good. No. I okay. Show it up. I don't work out and I don't look good and I don't want to show it up. Dad I'm not bod. taking that bet. I'm not taking that bet. How confident are you? I'm not confident enough to walk. I'm not going to freeze my ass off and risk hypothermia. Oh, wait, 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 wait. All right. It's that time of year. Okay. Underwear, boots, and a Christmas hat. No. Uh, Absolutely not. I'm not taking that bet. No. No. All right. We'll not, figure something out. Fair to wait. All right. Nothing with, you know, partial nudity. I'm not, I'm not down for that, especially with my, I don't need my neighbors seeing me. Na- you have to, you have to remember my wife is a public servant. Okay. I can't a be public seen. servant. I like the way you put that. I can't be <laughs> seen big. walking around naked. Yeah. This goes back to me not having a filter or caring what other people. Yes. Think. And I do. So uh, it's, it's bad enough. I, you could wear a mask. No. Wear a paper bag they know the dogs. Too. They'll oh, think it's they... me. They'll think I just got in a Trust horrible, me. horrible shape. Trust me. I don't care how bad of shape you could ever get yourself into. You will not look like me. I like how your wife was saying how during the summer when I'd always walk the dogs with my shirt off, how I was just known as like the shirtless dog walker. Oh yeah, by all the no, you made you made quite the rep. Uh, like the first week you moved in. Yeah. How about that one day I came back from the gym and I was just in nothing but shorts and I was doing wind sprints up and down the street. <laughs> Probably thought it was insane. Oh well, F it. All right, All next right. one. Tennessee is San Fran, uh, forty-four. I like Jimmy G. I don't think he has enough weapons has enough yet, though. Put up. Yeah, and Mariota. I don't know what's going on with Tennessee. I pray to God they don't make the playoffs because they will be one of the worst playoff teams I've ever seen. Yeah. I don't trust Mariota. I'm going under. Uh, Dallas at Oakland, forty-six. Woo, Cowboys! I'm taking the over. Cowboys over don't have the best defense at times. Yeah, but now there's Oakland. Oakland doesn't have a good defense. I can see Dallas running all over them. I hope so. I really do. If they can, if they can eliminate uh, Khalil Mack, they'll be fine. What do you think are the chances? I mean, it's a Sunday night game in Oakland. Yeah, it's West Coast, so it won't be as late as here on the East. But uh, what do you think the chances are that uh, one of Raider Nation, somebody in the black hole, throws uh, throws something on the field? Whether it be a beer can, maybe they take a page out of Bill's Mafia and they check a dildo. Maybe a gorilla mask. I don't know. Spikes that, out the shoulder pads. I, I don't know. I don't I'm know. Have to consult I mean, with my boy Tommy. See yeah. what he thinks. Uh, finally, the Monday night game: Atlanta at Tampa Bay. Forty-eight is the over/under. God, if you looked at this when the schedule first came out, you would circle this and be like, "This is a potential division-winning game. This is a great matchup." Not now anymore. it's like, you know what though? What's I, going on with Winston? What is his deal? He's immature. He's not a leader. 
he tries to rely on just his abilities. I've got a whole theory on his, this, man. His contract is up after next year, isn't it? Uh, I'd have to this double is check his, that. This is, his third, this is his third year. Oh, usually it's four. That's what I'm saying. After next year. Oh, oh after, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I heard you wrong. Um, yeah, if I'm so, them, I don't resign him. I mean, he's got he's to gotta show something next year. He's a head case, man. Be mature. I want my quarterbacks. W- I want. My, I, he is a WWE fan. He's been seen oh. at many, uh, many events: Raw, SmackDowns, pay per views. Yeah, and so are we. That doesn't say much. I'm just saying. I'm, just, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to. I question uh, his character, man. I mean, come I know, on, I'm not using it as defense. Issues. I'm just saying, you know, fun fact on the side. That's oh, all. That's all, right. all I was. Well, getting thank at. you for that. I appreciate it. No problem. Um. Yeah, I just. You can have all the abilities in the world. Like, I, I throw Cam Newton in this category. I throw Jameis Winston. I mean, God, back in the day, Jamarcus Russell just wowed everybody at the combine with, oh, he can chuck a football 60 yards to an upright on one knee. You can have all these physical, God-given abilities, but do you have the maturity? Can you break down the film? Are you willing to put in the, the hours in the film room? You know, can you break down a defense? I listened to an interview with uh, Michael Vick on Colin Cowherd earlier today, and where Vick was talking about, like, He's, he basically said, you know, almost verbatim, I never learned how to read a defense because I was taught from a young age that when in doubt, trust my legs. When in doubt, take off. I did it in high school. I, you know, I did it at Pee Wee. I did it at college. I did it in the NFL. I was always the fastest guy. I could always outrun everybody. Right. So he never developed those skills because his physical attributes were, were just off the charts. Right. So he didn't need to develop them. Whereas you you go on the other side of the coin, you look at Russell Wilson, undersized guy, doesn't have a cannon arm, super elusive, you know, can make plays with his feet, move around, mobile, but doesn't always just take off and use his speed. Uh, the Mannings, pocket quarterbacks, you know, don't have the best arms, super accurate, can read a defense. Tom Brady, freaking Tom Brady didn't start at Michigan. And we're talking about the greatest quarterback now of all time, the GOAT. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at his combine photo, sixth round pick. Just total dad bod. You are in better shape than Tom Brady was at the combine. I guarantee it. If you look at that, that's pretty you go rough. Back and look at that photo. Hang on, that's pretty happens. rough. But I mean, these guys learned. It's they weren't blessed with the God given physical attributes and the abilities, so they yeah. learned like they need to overcome that. They need to be the hardest working guy in the room. It, dude. I'm big on hustle. I'm big on putting in the work and dedication. Like I, I live that in my life, and it, it, the proof is in the pudding. Look at where they are. Jameis Winston talking about, let's eat a W. Let's go out there and eat a W. And then poking Marcus Lattimore in the back of the helmet, and Mike Evans comes over and drills the guy. Like, dude, like, grow up. What are you? Talk about a guy that's really fallen off this year. Mike Evans has been a ghost. Yeah, the whole team's been a ghost. They were, a, they were everybody's Cinderella story for a playoff spot. They've been yeah. terrible. And as much as we just crapped on well, I, I crapped on them. Buccaneers win Monday night. Because the Falcons are the most Jekyll and Hyde team I've ever seen. You don't know who's going to show up. It's true. I don't see the Falcons winning two games on prime time in a row. So No. All right. But uh, that's going to do it. Uh, thank you all for listening to the Under the Hoodies podcast. As always, hit us up. Interact with us on Twitter. I am at TonyCuse44. He is at Stitz. The show is at Under the Hoodies. You can find us on Facebook, Under the Hoodies podcast. And got anything else? No, I'm good. All right. Well, that's it. Stings coming to the ring. We got to go. We're out of time. See you next week on Monday Night Trial. Goodbye. Excuse me, Mr. Officer.